0: So what's the genesis of the idea? Was it we need to help the industry adapt to automation? Like this ends up driving automation faster? Or what is it?
1: It's it's not acting like an ostrich. We're not putting our head in the sun, not looking what is happening around us. Okay. Technology is coming in our lives. Like somebody can go out and say, well, I'm not using AI. Eventually, AI is going Oh, yeah. Like we've seen it in roasting machines. We've seen it in like everything. We see now new technologies coming in sorting or in tasting that they use AI to tell you to help like coffee professionals.
0: This episode is proudly brought to you by Mapper Forwards Workshop. It's time to become a coffee consultant. Learn how to diversify your revenue streams and create freedom from your day job while saying goodbye to that alarm clock forever. By becoming a consultant within the coffee industry or directly to consumers who have shifted towards home brewing and home roasting. Protect your income from challenging times in the coffee value chain by taking this course today. Go to mapperforward.coffee/slash workshops or click the link in the show notes for details. Powered by DXB Live and World of Coffee Dubai. Mapper Forward is proud to be the official podcast partner of World of Coffee Dubai in 2024 for a second year in a row. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and this is episode five, our last for the first day of World of Coffee. It's the fifth episode in a 15 part series on. The, um, how we empower the coffee industry in 2024. We are here recording this series at World of Coffee Dubai, 2024, and I have a, a very interesting conversation that we're about to have. Yannis Apostolopoulos, the CEO of the SCA, is joining me. Welcome, Yanis. Hi, Lee. <laughs> we are here to talk to some very talk about some very specific things along the lines of. I'm going to ask you the question, and um and so the question is how can we empower the coffee industry in 2024 and when you and i talked about this there's some very specific things going on for you at the moment that kind of fit into the niche of how we have this coffee, this conversation so you will go ahead and answer the
1: question so there are many things that we can do to empower the industry and and i'm talking about the whole value chain um i think us um, staying true to, to the purpose of why we support the specialty coffee community, especially as a CA, and it's to foster that global coffee communities and support activities to make coffee more sustainable, equitable, and thriving as an activity for the entire value chain. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a way where, where we're bringing empowerment to people and, and having the right conversations. And one of the conversations that we have been trying to have over the the last couple of years with the introduction of the new coffee value assessment tool is is understanding how we generate value, how we capture value in coffee, and eventually, hopefully, it will lead to conversations about how we distribute value in coffee. Okay. Um, Now, interestingly enough, one of the things that, uh, <laughs> that you and I talked uh, just before we start this one has to do with our recent announcement about the sponsorship in, in right. Rattart. And does this have to do with empowerment? Yes and no. Uh, but uh, I want to, to, make a, to bring a bit mm-hmm. of clarity because many things have, have been said around it and to let people understand where we're coming from and how we got here
0: so just wait a second let me make sure I frame it yeah. correctly for people so we're talking specifically here about the announcement that the SCA recently made regarding the latte out competition yeah. and the new partner for that Correct? that the new equipment that's going to be used for that competition yeah
1: Thermoplan is our new Thermoplan. sponsor we are okay. very happy and and proud about it okay um, so the last years we are all in the coffee industry, and we've seen a couple of things happening around us. First of all, you go to many coffee shops, specialty coffee shops, right? And you will see technology all around the barista. Yeah. From gravimetric machines, gravimetric grinders to uh, machines that they tamp automatically. You have like machines that they froth the milk, like Uber milk, automatically. So you go there. And you see a process that the barista is following. You have grinders that talk to the machine to micro adjust to make sure that the extraction is great. There's we automation see, everywhere. Yeah, and you see that we are putting that automation because we're trying to keep consistency on the product that we offer to the customers. Yeah. We've also seen that after the pandemic, it was very hard to get people to work in the hospitality industry and that has been a huge issue for a lot of coffee shop chains yep. and coffee shop owners and, and talking about their business and their sustainability has been very challenging. So, on the other hand, we see technology, like we see AI coming everywhere, we're talking about how it's gonna impact our world, but on, the, on our industry, we have like a part that it was like the super automatics machines, mm-hmm that they have made huge progress over the last years and they have uh, created machines that they can deliver a great beverage. Mm -hmm. So as we're seeing that, we said, okay, how we can embrace that as as an industry and how we can kind of de-demonize those machines because they're producing a great cup of coffee. They will also allow the barista more time to communicate with the consumer and and try to 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 talk about coffee and what we stand for and and what we're trying to achieve so in athens in 2023 when we announced the rules and regulations we brought we opened up the sponsorship for latter to super automatic and why latter latter is it's a competition that The barista takes a lot of time to do the art um, and we needed a a standard espresso beverage so that all the competitors have the same espresso base to compete. (laughs) But also, um, we are not taking away from the craftsmanship of the barista. Like some people accuse us, oh, you're going to use auto steamer or whatever. No, the competition will use a regular steamer. The barista will steam the milk and will pour the latter out. So just just to say that clear. Um, what is important is, uh, in the past, super automatic machines, they didn't have a, a, a significant market share within the specialty coffee industry. But now we see them more often, yeah. even in specialty coffee shops. Um, So, it was the idea of how do we go out there and we embrace technology in what we're doing in a level that goes to the highest level, which is the competition. We have worked with the competition strategic committee for years. We did testing with the machines. We worked with manufacturers, and it was not just one specific manufacturer, Thermal Plant, who won. Everybody, every super-automatic and even traditional espresso machines that they produce super-automatics participated Mm -hmm. and we went through workshops to understand how the machines work we had world latte art and barista champions advising us looking at the machines so we went through a whole process to create a standard on how we we look on the machines and how what we value and what what we're looking for for the machine to to get on that level Mm -hmm so it's been on planning for many years and it was not just a last minute decision
0: people need to understand that because the direction that this conversation took online went pretty nasty pretty quickly and i'm not here defending anybody or anyone or anything i'm stating a fact here this from how you explained it to me if i'm not mistaken this process has taken a year
1: Oh, more than a year. More than a like year. Like it's in, on the planning for the last, I think, three years.
0: Right. We're so, start
1: having meetings, right, I think during the pandemic or, or like 2020, 2021, it was the first meetings that we had about like the idea and how we, we bring it forward. So
0: what's the genesis of the idea? I mean, the thing I love about this is I just get to ask you straight up this stuff. So what's the genesis of the idea? Was it, we need to help the industry adapt to automation, like this ends up driving automation faster? Or what is it?
1: It's, it's not acting like an ostrich. We're not putting our head in the sun, not looking what is happening around us. Okay. Technology is coming in our lives. Like somebody can go out and say, well, I'm not using AI. Eventually AI is going, Oh, yeah. Like we've seen it in roasting machines. We've seen it in like everything we see now. New technologies coming in sorting or in tasting that they use AI to tell you to help like coffee professionals. Yeah. There is one way to say, okay, I'm going to still use like um, whatever, like uh, um, I saw someone saying, I was using uh, CDs for a long time, and, <laughs> right. I, and I didn't transition. There's like,
0: nothing wrong with CDs, yes, but there's but something more efficient. Yes. Okay, I get the point there.
1: So we need to embrace it, and, and if we don't do it...
0: We being the industry or yes. we being the SCA?
1: Exactly. We being
0: SCA competitions? and the
1: industry. SCA okay. is the industry. We are a trade association. and we need to understand what is happening around us and we need to to help people that they are in the industry in the specialty coffee industry Mm -hmm. to to really understand what is happening around us and find ways that we bring technology in to deliver on the purpose that I described earlier to make coffee better
0: Alright, on that I saw a whole bunch of stuff happening it was like a wave of coffee people having lots of opinions about this decision either for it or against it on, online. What it got me thinking was is that last time we talked or maybe the time before that and I I said to you I think that the problem is that there's a lack of communication from the SCA what the SCA does this is a perfect example of the manifestation of that I think there's a conflation between what role people think the SCA should be playing in the industry. And, and I just had this thought as you were talking there because that's the point of conversations, right? Like, what I think is happening is that people think you're supposed to be standing up for baristas and you're supposed to be standing up for their future and you're supposed to be standing up for the longevity of their jobs and, and all this kind of stuff. And I wonder, I have no idea, do you think that that's what's happening here? Because it was kind of brutal what happened online. But I mean the.
1: It wasn't brutal. It was expected. Resistance to change is but like is that it's, what called, was? it's called inertia in physics. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And and it exists. Like we're putting someone out of their comfort zone, or okay. for everything. Like we're having difficult conversations as a society, as an industry, a specialty coffee industry, and we had many difficult conversations. Right. And we are, we are actually pushing the boundaries. Unless we push the boundaries, there is no progress. And we're putting people out of their comfort zone at this moment. So yes, we're there to support baristas, to support the industry, because that talks about the sustainability of the industry, uh, and and the jobs of the baristas and and everything like i'm not saying that there will be no traditional machines there will be there will be also automatic machines and if we close our eyes and we say they don't exist then i don't think that we're serving the stakeholders Look, properly
0: and just to be clear like i've been talking to people who are listening like i've been talking about automation for many years and saying that we need to lean into it and I'm, I'm a big champion of the idea, particularly we saw the labour situation coming and it helps business owners. I, I'm the person who champions the business owner. That's my primary objective here, business owner from the producer all the way up to the end of the supply chain. I think they're the most underrepresented in all of the conversations that are having. And this is why I have a problem with competitions, right? Because they're not actually paying attention to the business owner. But that's for another podcast. That's a whole other podcast. What we're talking about here is the idea that an industry, we're in an industry that's going, that is undergoing a lot of change very quickly, And people don't know how to adapt to that. And the cognitive dissonance that comes from what you guys are doing, I think is making people hyper-aware of themselves being stuck in something that's been the same for a long time. And how do we empower those people who are perhaps looking at the way that they're responding to this and recognizing that they have responded negatively and now knowing that that wasn't done as something and we'll address the other issue that came with this in a second but how do we empower people that are perhaps stuck in that cog- cognitive dissonance and how to move forward?
1: First of all, I don't agree with you on the competitions but that's uh, on I, a different... He had to say that for the record, uh, folks uh, as
0: uh, but <laughs> that's fine. As you said.
1: Um, again... We've seen our industry changing, adapting fast during COVID. The business models changed completely for a lot of coffee shops. Yeah. Some people went out of business, yeah. but some people thrived, thrived. they mm-hmm. find ways to change the business, yeah. to adapt, they showed resilience. And I think that is happening on every industry. And, and that's a life cycle of, yeah. of, of every business.
0: And AI is just going to make that go quicker.
1: I think having, like, being open-minded, uh, understanding what is happening around us, having honest and transparent conversations with everyone on the value chain, and we talked about it during the pandemic, how difficult it was for producers to bear all the risk and not share the risk I as agree. the rewards with, with with their customers. like. I think that those are the key and fundamental things that makes a value chain really sustainable Mm -hmm. and and an industry more resilient. So looking at at the environment and what is around us and how we can be open to adapt what is happening Mm -hmm. because it's something that is happening. It's not us trying to stop it and and what is the best way a better way to do it than actually embrace it in the highest level of of like in the pinnacle of specialty coffee which are the competitions today
0: right so the other part of the conversation that was happening online is the fact that it, the partnership well do we call it a partnership is it a partnership
1: yeah it's a partnership it's a sponsorship yeah it's a financial we, we con- arrangement we it's not only
0: no no okay so can you tell us about what it means for the sca so what does it mean what because the 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 part a lot of the memes that were online a lot of the discussion that was online was more focused around money than it was focused around anything else right people
1: can see whatever they want to see but we're here and it is a sponsorship yeah as we have sponsorship for grinders for traditional machines for cleaning uh, like uh, suppliers when we're doing the process as I said we set a standard what we're looking from the machines we tested all the machines we had specific testing that happened in 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 the context of developing the standard but also after developing the standard of testing the machines uh, to make sure that they they can be at the level that we want them mm-hmm. to to perform on a stage,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and if, if we're looking at at the the availability and the the distribution network that the companies that they put a bid uh, have. We're looking at the technical support that we can have mm-hmm. in multiple geographies. So it's not like oh, who is just just paying. Like the biggest number it's a sponsorship like everything else that we're doing and right. it's a partnership because the the sponsors of, of, of any world competition they're putting a lot of effort a lot of energy internally mm-hmm. to to be able to deliver in that level and for the competitors to have the best experience they can when they get on the stage right so. It's a good partnership, and and we're learning from them. They're learning from us, and and as we change, like for example, espresso machine sponsorship, like three years ago, we just changed for for later.
0: Okay, and so do you have anything to say about the memes and the?
1: No, like people can express their opinions. I'm I'm Perfect. I'm okay with that, like. Look, we are trying to do uh, our, our, uh, our job the best way we can. We are putting processes in place um, to do that. And, and we feel comfortable with the decisions that we are making. And we are 100% behind the decisions we are making. So everybody can have opinions about everything
0: and i guess it's your job as a ceo to make sure that you fulfill the you have a fiduciary responsibility to the viability of the business
1: well yes and, and my board and everything but it it's not a decision that has to do with money it's a decision it's a strategic decision we okay. understood what is happening in the industry and we said what's the best way to to bring it in and embrace it we have seen like automatic machine on the show floors of our souls for years.
0: I mean I'm the last person to argue with you about this because I'm a big ad, like I, I'm, a, I'm a champion of automation from the perspective of it's gonna solve a lot of problems that we have. After, look when someone can go and sell pictures of their feet on OnlyFans for $50,000 a month, why are they gonna go and be a barista? That's what we're faced with post pandemic. People had to adapt during the pandemic. So we're gonna continue to find issues with finding labor in our industry. Producers are stuck with fruit on their trees because they can't find labor. We're gonna have to find ways to adapt from that perspective as well. For me, I'm looking at it from the business owner's perspective and we're in trouble.
1: And for me also, it's not that we're taking a role away like the barista role you can still draw away.
0: your pretty pictures folks
1: no it's not that I think it's it's the barista role is going to be there like let's say this some years ago we didn't have like access to technology right. computers the accountants were sitting writing in a book right. adding doing and doing the work today accounting it's still super relevant
0: But it's done by AI a lot of the time.
1: (laughs) But still the professional is there and they have more time to focus on what they need to focus. And I'm not saying that the barista will not focus on getting the best extraction. It might be that the, the, the equipment that they're using might be different. Might be the same equipment they use today, because I don 't ever think that the traditional machines are going to go away. I think they're gonna, they're going to stay because you get a different type of, of of beverage, but it's not for all the time.
0: Right, it depends on the business model that you've got, exactly. right? And it depends on how you want to adapt. And the way that the consumer behavior is adapting, where convenience, consistency, all of that. I mean, if you have a customer base that's happy to sit there and wants an experience and wants artists and this and all of that, keep the traditional machines.
1: But there are coffee shops that they have a traditional machine to serve the customers. They that want that. That, that they, they are uh, staying. To consume the beverage there, but for to go, they're using super automatic. Right. And they're specialty coffee shops. Right. And
0: I guess it's relevant to this conversation now that we're having it. Where do you see that the role of the barista goes? If somebody does choose to continue to work as a barista, where does it go as super automatic machines or just automatic machines in general? As automation is the uptake in the industry, where does the role of the barista go? Do they become like a coffee concierge? Do they become a customer service person? Do they become a salesperson? person? What, what do they
1: become? The barista is all of that. Today,
0: today they are. They haven't figured that out yet,
1: though. But it's going to continue. Like, what but does that is become
0: the majority of their, their job? More and more.
1: Maybe. Yeah. They will still be the the person who tastes the coffee and and make adjustments to make. They the said the tone properly. of the coffee. The machine yeah. makes that tone. They will have more time for customer service. They will have. More time to be uh, a host, as you said, or like there are things that they're going to happen, but again, it's it's. I don't think it's with switching from traditional to super automatics. Yeah. Both they coexist on the market, and they have yep. been coexisting for years.
0: Yeah, and and I think that that is an interesting. I think that this, this uh, announcement that you guys made, I think it was fascinating that the industry reacted like
1: this. Well, some, some people reacted like this. You don't have the full picture no, no. of the industry on social media. Right. We never have this. We right. hear from the people that they want to talk to us. Right. Some people, they might like this. Like actually, some people wrote, oh, that's great because we can bring more baristas into the competitions maybe baristas that they're well, not in that part of like extracting the best espresso but they do Latter art or like people that they, they want to work in that part of the industry so we make maybe this competition a bit more accessible
0: well you know that i i'm happy about that at least if i'm if i'm not that big on competitions i mean because i find competitions to be quite an elitist endeavor and separatist. And you and I have had this we conversation before, opinions. but they're correct. But the, and but that's the beauty of the fact that you can have friendships with people okay. and, and professional conversations with people and not agree on everything. That's the point.
1: OK, that's life.
0: Huh? Right, exactly. Exactly. But the point on this podcast is to demonstrate that and so that people are not afraid of disagreeing with each other, but in a constructive way.
1: And I think when we express opinions, we're open to hear, yes, and understand. We can create things that they are much better.
0: Yeah, and it, the the superpower of it is that it leads to you thinking about this conversation and me thinking about this conversation as we go away in, into our life and thinking, how can I, how can I steal, man, Yanis's position on this?
1: Yeah, I mean and, and that's that's the beauty of it. Like right. that's that's the discussion and and how we synthesize.
0: And I would encourage anybody that's listening to this to consider that prospect because leaving the way you think up to people who are thinking for you on the internet is not a healthy way to approach your business or your life. I oh, no! And so this podcast exists to empower you to think about things in your own way. So... Would you thank you for this conversation? It was actually really fantastic. I, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope everyone that's listening enjoyed it, and I hope that we can put this shit to bed on the the internet because it's kind of distracting at the moment. Um, would you sign us off? You know, wait before you do that. You were the one that started this. Do you know that? No. You were the one that started the. The guest signing off the peace, love and peanut butter. You were the first one to do it.
1: Yeah. So peace, love and peanut butter. Peace, love and peanut
0: butter, everyone. Have an amazing rest of your day. I really hope you enjoyed this episode, friends. Please don't forget to show us some love by subscribing, liking, commenting, and most of all, sharing this podcast with your friends. Check the show notes for links, including our sponsors and our Patreon. And stay tuned for more great conversations on The Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward.